You're listening to Eileen Smith, your digital media tour guide. If you're currently using a free podcast host, it's probably the first step in your journey. But what do you do when your podcast has outgrown a free podcast host? These questions are coming in over on my YouTube channel, in the Facebook groups. I'm getting messages over on Facebook and even on my Patreon page. So that's what we're going to talk about today. My name is Eileen Smith. Stay tuned. Let's find out what to do when you've outgrown your free podcast host. Hello, hello, hello. I am so glad you're able to take that well-manicured finger of yours and press that play button. Ladies, let me know. What color polish are you wearing? You can tweet me at Eileen. That's I-L-E-A-N-E. One more time. I-L-E-A-N-E. Just send me a tweet over on Twitter and let me know if you've got on like a bronzy color, like what I'm wearing. I like these colors because they kind of match my skin and then when the polish gets kind of old. You can barely tell unless you put your glasses on. Fellas, let me know if you're wearing clear polish or not. (laughs) So with that, let's just get this shared out over on Twitter. And I got to remember that it's (laughs) switch.tv. All right, we got it over there. So Yes, I'm getting this question coming in to me about free podcast hosting. All right, I have a project that I did earlier this year called the Free Podcast Host, and that's also a podcast where I explored all the different options for free podcast hosting. And, you know, I spent a lot of time over on anchor.fm. You guys know that. Uh, Well, if you follow me, you've known that. I was a big advocate for Anchor.fm, and I still am an advocate for using it only as a stepping stone, only as a testing ground for someone who's not really sure what topics they want to cover in their podcast, not really sure what format they want to use for their podcast. They don't know if they want to do an interview style. They don't want to worry about the tech and they just want to get started. So in that case, I highly recommend Anchor, Anchor Anchor.fm. It's an app. It's available on Android. It's available on iOS and all you have to do is push that red button and start talking. (laughs) There also is some community aspects to using Anchor. People can leave messages for you. So that's a great, easy way to integrate uh, feedback from your audience 
into your show, something that you may be lacking if you don't have a current social media a platform that you're using or a way to connect with folks who are your listeners. Then they also introduced a co-host feature. Now I'm going to give you a big disclaimer here. I don't like the co-host feature because it's rather random, but if you get lucky and you do get someone such as myself who actually knows what they're talking about and who actually can wing it, during a conversation, then the co-host feature might be good. It also is a good option if you just want to make sure that you connect with someone that you're already friends with and you let them know, we're going to talk about this topic and you go over there and then you add that topic as one of the topics and they know what to search for, but you don't need to do that because they also have an a feature called record with friends now the only difference between the co-host feature and record with friends is with co-hosts both people get to publish the post on their podcast with ease otherwise i have to send you the file and yada 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 okay so that was anchor then also we talked about podbean now podbean is a great free podcast host you know really they're a paid podcast host but they do have a free option and the good thing about podbean is that your files don't really expire however you're limited in so many different ways about how much storage you have and also you're limited in what you can say in your show notes because you have a character limit in your show notes but podbean is also an excellent way to monetize because you can have a patron page over on Podbean, very similar to Patreon. Then there is uh, my favorite, there's a few more, but I'll just skip ahead to my favorite, which is Spreaker. And Spreaker, similar to Podbean, they have a freemium option, meaning you could start off for free, but there's limitations on what you can do, but it's a great tool. And the reason why I love Spreaker is because they give you so many different options. They have the mobile app, they have the desktop app, they have the studio that you can use also through the browser. Now Podbean has a similar option, just not as flexible and not as feature rich as Spreaker. So with all these friends that I've made over on Anchor and all the people that, uh, I have over on Patreon, my friends over on Patreon in particular, I'm thinking of one, her name is Barb T, Barb Tomlin, and uh, she asked questions about uh, using live streaming and taking that live stream over into podcasting and then also monetizing it. And I also uh, had some questions over on Facebook and my friend Allison messaged me yesterday and she's like, look, you know, I'm, I'm on a limited budget, but what do you really recommend? Because she realizes that Anchor is not going to give her what she needs because she's mobile only and she wants to be able to upload files to her show. So she's pre-recording things on different apps that she has on her phone. And so I recommend Spreaker. Spreaker is my favorite. Spreaker is really my favorite. 
I'll say that again. Spreaker is really my favorite. And if you check out my YouTube channel, you'll see that I just did a whole tutorial about how to monetize your podcast. And Spreaker was one of the main ways that you can do that. And uh, if we have time this morning, we probably won't, but maybe later on I'll do a premiere here. Uh, I'm actually on Twitch. So here on Twitch, I'll do a premiere to show you how you can monetize using Spreaker. However, you can't do that if you're on the free plan. So what are some of the signs that your podcast has outgrown that free podcast host? That's what we're going to talk about today. And one of the things that you can do, I'll go through each one. Let's work backwards. Let's talk about Spreaker. On Spreaker, you're able to get statistics and you can see how many people are listening to your show. You also can follow people on Spreaker and you can also get followers. So there you see how many followers you have. So like I'm very close to a thousand followers on Spreaker. So pretty much I outgrew the free plan and I outgrew the free plan on Spreaker for several reasons. Uh, in addition to the fact that I was getting a lot of followers over there, I also wanted to uh, upload additional podcasts. So, you know, you can do that on the free plan, but you can run out of space. So I have Miss Eileen Speaks podcast there. Then I also uploaded the Anchor Show podcast over on Spreaker and the free podcast host podcast is over on Spreaker. So I have three podcasts there and I don't need to worry about running out of space simply because I upgraded and I'm on the broadcaster plan, which also enables me to do all the monetization things that I'll tell you about later on. The another sign, <clears throat> let's talk about Anchor. I actually reached a thousand followers over on Anchor. So, you know, I pretty much know that Anchor has a terms of service that is very limiting in terms of who owns the content. And so I like to own my own content. And Anchor is not the perfect place for someone who is uh, very possessive and controlling such as moi. <laughs> so <clears throat> I had decided that I wanted to go beyond Anchor and I wanted to take you with me. Now, I do have a course on how to get started with Anchor. So if you happen to be listening to this and you're like, "What? wait, she's going too fast. <clears throat> I, I didn't even start my podcast yet. Then I do recommend Anchor as a starting point. It's a stepping stone. But just remember that you really don't own the content there. So make sure that you're downloading that content. If you're recording it using the app, you go to the desktop and you download it. Or if you're pre-recording it, just make sure that you save those files. You can use Dropbox. You can use Google Drive. You know, you've got plenty of space. Uh, plenty of options of where you can store your files. And I definitely recommend 
that every piece of content that you create, that you get yourself some storage, you get yourself an external drive, whatever it takes, you know, you have content, you don't want someone else to profit from it, and you don't get a cut. That's all to it. I mean, you know, let, let's keep it real. <laughs> some videos that I have over on YouTube I have disabled the embedding because I've seen people embed these my videos and they put them up on a website that has nothing but AdSense ads on it, it, it I mean they're not just doing it to me they're just embedding popular videos on a website and I'm like oh let me turn embedding off because no you're not no of course we can't avoid this 100% but when you sign off your rights to your content to someone, it's easy for them to profit from the value that you offer your audience. So, of course, doesn't mean that you have to be like a techie digital media person like myself. It could be that you're uh, talking about something that you're really passionate about, some type of a cause, some type of thing that you're an advocate for, that you want to bring people together around a topic, or maybe it's just comedy. You know, you're funny as heck, and you want to <laughs> make fun, and or either you're someone who's even doing a new show, and you want to make sure that uh, all that curation that you're doing of that news to make sure you bring people the top stories that it it's not just going to waste so these are some of the signs that your podcast is growing beyond a free host and so let me uh, just think of another clue another thing that will give you a clue that your podcast has outgrown a free podcast host. And that would be feedback. Feedback from your audience. When you're finding that people want to really have a conversation about whatever it is that you are podcasting about, and here's ways that you can get that feedback. You're sharing your episode on social media, you're getting the feedback. You know, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook is really good for getting a lot of feedback, especially if you have a good group, a good Facebook group that is surrounding your topic. Uh, then also, there's reviews. Now, hey, you can get reviews over on several different apps. Of course, people think about Apple Podcasts, ratings and reviews. You may not know that you have those reviews if you're using Anchor. Well, you may not know you have those reviews no matter what platform you're using. You need to go over and check or you need to sign up for My Podcast Reviews. That's over at MyPodcastReviews.com. So I'm not going to go into a tutorial on that right now. Just head over there and sign up for it. And you'll get an email alert whenever you get a review. So... You've got your social media, then you can do these live streams like I do. Ah, yes, I know live streaming is scary, but you can live stream. And that's another way to get feedback from your audience. If you want to leave me an email, it's Eileen.link slash contact. And that will bring you up to a form that you can use to... Uh, 
leave me a uh, an email that will go right to my inbox. And if you want to leave me a voicemail, you can use my SpeakPipe app. And that's over at Eileen.link slash voicemail. So, thanks again for pushing the play button. And I will talk to you later. Peace.